Hi, I'm Tammy Sorensen of Sound Expressions. Welcome to Episode 8 of Digging Deeper in December. Be sure to check out Episodes 1 through 3 for the introduction and specifics of this podcast series. For today's podcast, I begin with several powerful truths from Luke Chapter 8 in the Passion Translation, pertinent to now. I conclude today's podcast psalming in 396 hertz tuning. Be sure to listen to episode number one for an explanation of psalming. In Luke chapter 8, verses 9 and 10, it says, Later his disciples came to him privately to ask what deeper meaning they could find in this parable. He said, You have been given a teachable heart to perceive the secret, hidden mysteries of God's kingdom realm. But to those without a listening heart, my words are merely stories. Even though they have eyes, they are blind to the true meaning of what I say. And even though they listen, they won't receive full revelation. This verse contains a truth within itself. Proverbs chapter 25 verse 2 tells us that God conceals the revelation of his word in the hiding place of his glory. But the honor of kings, that's us, because he has made us to be kings and priests unto him. Revelation chapter 1 verse 6 is revealed by how they thoroughly search out the deeper meaning of all that God says. Apart from Holy Spirit, this is impossible because it's Holy Spirit who guides us and leads us into all truth. John chapter 16 verse 3. The word of God is living, which is full of energy, like a two-mouthed sword. It will even penetrate to the very core of our being where soul and spirit, bone and marrow meet. It interprets and reveals the true thoughts and secret motives of our hearts. Having teachable hearts in pursuit of his kingdom is akin to getting aboard a wild adventure ride overflowing with abundant and eternally blessed life to discover. Luke chapter 8 verses 11 through 15 Here, then, is the deeper meaning to my parable. The word of God is the seed that is sown into hearts. The hard pathway represents the hard hearts of those who hear the word of God, but the slanderer quickly snatches away what is sown in their hearts to keep them from believing and experiencing salvation. The seeds falling on gravel represents those who initially respond to the word with joy, but soon afterward, When a season of difficulty and harassment of the enemy comes to them, they wither and fall away, for they have no root in the truth and their faith is temporary. The seeds that fall into the weeds represent the hearts of those who hear the word of God, but their growth is quickly choked off by their own anxious cares, the riches of this world, and the fleeting pleasures of this life. This is why they never become mature and fruitful. The seed that fell into good, fertile soil represents those lovers of truth who hear it deep within their hearts. They respond by clinging to the word, keeping it dear as they endure all things in faith. This is the seed that will one day bear much fruit in their lives. The time is now for a generation of good seed bearers who love truth and hear it deep within their spirits. A generation who clings to Jesus, the Word, and stays single-focused on Him 
amidst all of this life's twists and turns. A generation who stands in faith to bear much fruit in his dominion and multiplication on earth as it is in heaven. Luke chapter 8, verse 18. Pay careful attention to your hearts as you listen to my teaching. For to those who have open hearts, even more revelation will be given to them until it overflows. And for those who do not listen with open hearts, what little light they imagine themselves to have will be taken away. Again, Jesus is addressing a teachable heart issue. An open heart, meaning a teachable heart, is promised to overflow with revelation, more light with which to navigate life and truth. Science is discovering much about the heart and brain connection. We have been so fearfully and wonderfully made. Our hearts contain much of what we need to walk in health and wholeness. Proverbs 4, verse 23, exhorts us to, above all, guard the affections of our hearts, for they affect all that we are. Pay attention to the welfare of our innermost being, for from there flows the wellspring of life. It is with our hearts we worship Him in spirit and in truth. It is with our hearts we choose to be all in by being doers of His word and not hearers only. James chapter 1, verse 22. Jesus tells the crowd in Luke chapter 8, verse 21, those who come to listen to him are like his mother and his brothers. They're the ones who long to hear God's words and put them into practice. Luke chapter 8, verse 25. Then Jesus said to them, Why are you fearful? Have you lost your faith in me? The issue of faith addressed significantly in Episode 7 of Digging Deeper in December, is again addressed here. What is the driving force permeating the airwaves in our culture in this hour? Fear. Fear of the virus. Fear of getting or not getting the vax. Fear of losing our freedoms. Freedom of speech. Freedom of choice. Freedom to protect ourselves, etc. It's all rooted and grounded in the wrong fear. This does not mean we stop interceding or being concerned over these significant issues at this critical juncture in his story. But we need to be rooted and grounded in the spirit of the fear of the Lord, which is the beginning of the wisdom we need to navigate it all. We need to be grounded in the Word and co-laboring with Jesus and Holy Spirit as we intercede together with their intercession specific to all of these issues, standing in the faith of Christ himself. I believe Jesus is speaking these very words to many in this hour. Why are you fearful? Have you lost your faith in me? Luke chapter 8, verses 38 and 39. The man who had been set free begged Jesus over and over not to leave saying, Let me be with you. Jesus sent him away with these instructions. Return to your home and your family and tell them all the wonderful things God has done for you. So the man went back and preached to everyone who would listen about the amazing miracle Jesus had worked in his life. Every trial and every tribulation we overcome is a testimony to Jesus, all to the glory of the Father. 
We need to continually remind ourselves of the multitude of times and circumstances He has already protected, healed, provided for, and delivered us from on a daily basis, giving testimony every day to the goodness and faithfulness of our God, Jehovah God. We need to be speaking edifying, exhorting, comforting, and healing words to all those who need to be set free miraculously in order that they too may live their lives as a testimony of the supernatural eternal life we live in the now. Luke chapter 8, verse 48. Jesus responded, Beloved daughter, your faith in me released your healing. You may go with my peace. We are all his beloved. Here again, faith is specific to manifested healing. It's interesting that peace is the end result. Glory. Luke 8, verse 50. Don't yield to your fear. Have faith in me, and she will live again. This chapter concludes with two major issues pertinent to this hour in which we live. Fear and faith. We cannot have both, as one nullifies the other. One, faith or fear, will always be the stronger resonating frequency that causes the other, the weaker, to have to come into alignment. Our faith in Christ should trump fear every time. The spirit of the fear of the Lord, which is a reverential awe of Jehovah God and of our victorious risen Savior, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Lily of the Valley, the Rose of Sharon, the bright and morning star, the light of the world, the repairer of the breaches, the restorer, our deliverer, our victorious one, should trump the fear of anything this world throws at us. Let faith arise this Christmas season, the faith of Christ in us, the hope of glory, and let the enemy of fear be scattered in Jesus' glorious, holy, and almighty name. Amen.